Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever it is, <laughs> wherever you are, and welcome to another edition of AG Relates. Now, for those of you that don't know, my name is Andrew Grutter, and each week we get into the subjects surrounding relationships, marriages, the miscommunication between people within a relationship. We're talking about issues that can that are that happen within a relationship and also how you can go about curing them, saving them, avoiding them, or what to do after they've occurred. Now, I've been listening to a lot of TD Jakes this week and he's got a whole segment on particularly on marriage and how you sustain a marriage how you how a marriage should remain how you should behave within a marriage and how to get past challenge issues issues and problems so what i thought we'd do this week and over the course of the next few weeks is take a look at the number one killers of relationships take a look at the top five the top five areas the top five challenges that are leading relationships into despair, into disrepute, and into a place where people no longer see themselves being part of it. They see it, feel that they need a way out of it, or that they just can't stand it. So this week, we're gonna, as I said, over the next few weeks, we're gonna get into this subject. We're gonna start with week one, which is subject one, the number one killer of relationships. Are you ready? Because here we go. So cheating, I hear you say, cheating must be the number one killer of relationships. People stepping out and being with someone else, poking around with somebody else that they're not supposed to be with, playing games, playing away from home, that must be the number one killer, the number one reason as to why relationships in this day and age don't work. I hear you cry. But if you cry that, then you cry wolf because you would cry wrong. It is, it is up there with the top five. It is in the top one, two, five. But it is not the number one killer of relationships in this day and this age. The number one killer of relationships in this day, in this time, is money. Who spends what? Who controls what? rules the house rules the house and you'll find that when money situations are fine when the cash flow is running okay when the bank is in the black then your relationships are hipping happy days you're going on lovely holidays you're eating out in nice places you're having pleasant conversations about pleasant things but when the when the money goes south when everything goes red when all of a sudden you swipe your card and it gets declined somehow so does the love Somehow so does the love. The love starts getting declined. We start looking at our other half with suspicious eyes. What are you spending on? Why are you overspending? What have you done? That finger starts pointing. It starts accusing. It starts labelling. It starts saying, you have dropped us in this. You have done this. It can't be me. When money worries come to rock your house, they seem to make you forget or enable you to forget that your relationship is made of two people. And when something is made of two people, one person can't do it that much wrong. When something is made of two people, two people, not one, the subject or the way through is not to blame. The subject of the way through is to find cure, is to find a way, a new routine. 
the way through is to focus on dealing with the problem, not finding out who caused it. Because who caused it in a two equation struck situation doesn't exist. Because even if one person is the major contributor to it, as in one person has gone out there and done something, somebody else had to have let them do it. Somebody else turned their their eye, their eye blind to something that that, that was obvious in their face. When you're looking at a situation that is ruled by two, one cannot rule over the other completely. The blame cannot be laid with one person completely. It must be shared. If a relationship is equally about two people, just the way, the same way that the two people celebrate when everything is going right, then the two people must acknowledge when something has gone wrong. And the something is what you need to focus on, not the someone, the something, the something that has rocked your boat, the something that has changed the course in your in, in your in your way, the something that is threatening your very existence of the two. The something is the bit you focus on, not the someone. But in the heat of the moment, that's not what we do, is it? It's not. We start scanning through the bills. We start scanning through the receipts. Who paid for what? Who did what? That's where the focus is. That's where the focus goes. As I said earlier on, we start finger pointing. We start blaming. Now it's at this point... That you stop helping your relationship and the problem itself or you yourself start to become a hindrance to your relationships, survival, existence, whichever way you want to put it. Because whilst you're in that phase of blame, whilst you're in that place where finger pointing is your number one chosen exercise to do, your number one way of spending your time, then you are damaging the relationship between the two of you. You're not listening. No one's listening to each other. No one's focusing on the actual problem or challenge at hand. All we're looking at doing is just destroying trust, destroying established trust between the two of you. And if you're serious, if you're serious about maintaining this relationship, if you're serious about keeping it going, then this is the last thing that you need to do and you need to retract from it. You need to see the problem that you're facing for what it is, not worse than it is. And even in the situation where someone has overspent or even in the situation where someone has taken an unnecessary risk, see it for what it is, not worse than it is. Because the financial problem, the financial problem is restricted to the financial challenge. The behavioural problem is to do with the individual. And right there and then what you need to do now is to separate the two. Because you've got to analyse what happens next after you've dealt with this. The financial tra- the financial trauma that your relationship is experiencing right here and right now needs to be solved. And that's only going to be solved by lateral thinking. It's only going to be solved by logical thinking. It's not going to be solved by an emotional he said, she said, he did, he did, she did argument between the two of you whilst you have financial strife whilst you have financial challenge to overcome that's where your focus needs to lie we need to separate the emotion from the logic and take a look at the logical equation and go right how do i make this work what do i need to do in order to make this work and there may be some sacrifices involved there may be some extra shifts that need to be done there need to be some some cutting back on what on what have you then once you've dealt with that challenge, then you need to establish some new rules within your relationship. And one of you may need to be honest about how 
who's who should be controlling the finances. Someone needs to be honest about, right, well, I'm not that great when it comes to regulating my spending. I might need a little help. And this is the thing that um, I think most people don't take into consideration when they get into a, into a long-term relationship where you are sharing property, you're sharing vehicles, you're sharing money. Is that relationships take more than just love when you're when you've got those elements involved the responsibility of certain tasks needs to be delegated to someone so someone always remembers to take a look at it when we're so wrapped up in the court the, in the, the realm of i love you that we forget about the practicalities of said relationship we get forget about the practicalities of running a household When you're talking about running a household between the two of you, someone needs to be in charge. And that person that's in charge needs to be able, needs to be able to communicate with the other person and say to them, hey, you know what, you need to rein it in this month because we don't have that amount of funds. The person that's in charge of the money needs to be able to go, you know what, we haven't got that much surplus this month, so you need to not make, you need to make sure you're controlling what you're doing. The person that's in charge of it needs to be able to raise the discussion in in the lease and say, you know what, we need to talk about how we deal with this. We know what we need to talk about how we deal with that. The number one relationship killer out there is money. And the reason why it's the biggest killer out there is because money is the most difficult conversation to have. Whenever the money subject gets raised, people get really defensive because they see it as their right because they earn it to be able to do what they need to do with it. But here's the thing, when you get into a relationship with someone, when you get into a relationship where you're sharing property with someone or you're sharing, sharing, when you're sharing a life with someone, then it no longer becomes I money, it automatically becomes we money. And with that we money, we, as in we, as in more than one person, as in two. Then how it's earned and how it's shared and how it's spent is a dual conversation and a dual decision and responsibility. And as long as you remember those that, that very fact when it comes to how it's spent in particularly, the two you can never really go wrong because it's a joint venture it's a joint decision the biggest relationship killer out there is money therefore if you value your relationship surely you value it enough to discuss who does what who has control of what and how what happens in the first place before it gets a chance to mess up what you've got that's me out for another week um i do need to say this though i do apologize for this podcast not going out last week um it was completely down to misplanning of of myself i was away for a family um get together out in wales and i just didn't make the provisions to be able to broadcast it whilst i was there so we ended up skipping a week but we're back online we're back on task we're back on track now and um yeah this will go out every sunday so that's the biggest killer out there money next week we deal with number two anyway that's me out as i said i'm gonna love you and leave you all um i hope you've enjoyed this podcast please feel free to like comment share and subscribe on the 
whether that be on iTunes, um, SoundCloud or wherever. But in the meantime, as always, you stay strong, you stay focused, and I'll see you in the forwards. Peace.